gentlemen, and welcome mm. to a very special kind of interim between season one and season two. Yeah, this is our first interview podcast. Interviews. It's not dude, check out this song. It's, it's dude, check out this local artist, I guess. <laughs> uh, it's probably the best way to go about it. <laughs> and so let's get right into it. So Kevin Siplin was born March 31st, 1989 in Everett, Washington, a.k.a. Matchroom. Matchroom MC. Would you introduce yourself and say hi? How's everybody doing? This is Matchroom MC. Uh, I'm doing kind of fine. How are you doing? I'm doing pretty good. I'm doing pretty great, actually. Thank you for joining us tonight. Yeah, um, man. You are our first artist we've had on, so how do you feel? Oh, man, I feel great. I feel amazing. It makes you like a pioneer this evening. <laughs> <laughs> man, I appreciate you guys having me and reaching out, you know. Oh, yeah. No, of course. We got to we gotta try and do something a little different. And, you know, we really wanted to interview artists, but, you know, you got to do the local stuff. It's it's just always better that way. Hey, I hear that. Yeah, well, at the end of the day, this is a music podcast. We got to support music. Yeah, 100. music and musicians. And since, you know, we talked about the strike, they're not going to, you know, pay us for being unemployed musicians anymore. <laughs> <laughs> <That's> it, so, <laughs> right. <laughs> Thanks, right. 1947 or 6 or whatever it ended up being. <laughs> and so really, the first thing we got to talk about is, this is a fucking amazing story, your inspiration for becoming a rapper. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, when I was like a child, I found a record that my dad was on called The Compton Conspiracy. Compton Conspiracy. And uh, ever since then, I knew I was going to be a rapper, you know. <laughs> like a, like you just found the, the record in a random place or something? Well, so he had a bunch of equipment in his room. Yeah. And I used to always go in there and screw around with it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, I'd turn on the turntable and be trying to scratch and stuff. Yeah. And screwing his records up. You know? That's the yeah. way it's supposed to be. Though, <laughs> you know, like totally just badass child. Can we get on here? You know, I know I'm going to watch yeah, yeah. it, you know. You're good. I'm going to get it. No, nah, I'm going to monitor myself but yeah bad child <laughs> stuff you know what i'm saying and uh oh yeah so yeah he had the equipment and uh good looking out on that joint man god damn it. <laughs> 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 that was really great man all right so uh yeah we used to go in there mess around with his equipment and stuff and uh he had like a beat machine and microphone and stuff all, and, all the uh, all the general implements you would require to to make some hip hop, you know. Exactly, exactly. And uh, he had so he had all these crates of records, and I used to just go through the records and check out the art and stuff. And uh, I pulled it out, and he was like, "Oh yeah, you know, I'm on that joint, you know, or that's me." And he showed <laughs> me. I'm like, "Holy shit! What?" Just chilling in his regular record collection, just yeah. like, oh yeah. By the way, I'm on that one. Pretty much, like, yeah. That's how I, that's how I remember it. You know, so it was a, uh, what was it called? The Compton Conspiracy Compilation. Like, oh, that's Compton awesome. Conspiracy Compilation. So, it, yeah. who's who else is on it, or is it like a solo thing, or like I I, I don't know personally. Is it if it's uh, supposed no. to be something I get the reference to? Oh no, no, totally fine, man. It's like a total underground thing. It was in Compton, California, in like the yeah 1980s. I think it was released the like the year I was born too. I think. Oh, that's rad. It was oh, not the year yeah. I was born. It was like the year right before. So I have to double check that. But um. That's that's super cool. I mean, hey, is it yeah. like available on Spotify or anything? I, I don't know. Like, I, I'll throw that on there if we if we find it. If we find it, I'll throw it on there, guys. Don't no promises. So the thing about that, it is available online. We looked it up on like Amazon before, 
and the songs were mixed up for some reason. Oh, like really? They switched the songs around, and this was the thing too, I guess, back in the day on like back like when it was first released, I guess. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, you'll have to find it. His name is Big Stripe, and the song is Get Big. Uh, MC Stripe, and the song is Get Busy. <laughs> Get Busy. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so Get, man, busy. that's like the origin story of a superhero or something. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's, that's, how a, that's how a rapper gains his powers, yeah. like, yeah. ladies and gentlemen. If you want to be a rapper and you didn't gain your powers by magically finding a record as your child, you just <laughs> you haven't quite you haven't quite gotten there yet. You know? So, what were your influences like, uh, other than your dad? Obviously, you know. I mean, well, then other yeah, no, definitely other than him. You know, he used to play me all sorts of all sorts of music and. um just all sorts of everything. Um, the the end radio station and like Q93, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We used to listen to those tough. And then he had cassette tapes of like everything, like the Spawn soundtrack to Notorious B.I.G., Ready to Die, all the Tupac albums, you know, oh, James yeah. Brown. Like his music taste was just all over the place. And so, <laughs> you know, I grew up the That's same. That's the best way to do it, though, man. Like uh, just listen to everything you can. Yeah, exactly. Really, really yeah. like the, so. You got a bright or a more broad inspiration then because of that. Because you know, definitely, I can see a little bit of James Brown in your music. <laughs> 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 yeah, <laughs> that's what's up. <laughs> Maybe that's what's up. That's funny. I like that. <laughs> well, the, my favorite memory of you when you were freestyling, you're like. Uh, Mad Shroom MC, higher than a bumblebee. So. <laughs> <laughs> I was highly on the verge of using that as our intro for the evening. <laughs> Still to this day, at this very moment, you know, that's how we do it. It's on my notes. I I make notes for every episode, and, uh, you know, there's always a little, like, subtitle right below. And it says Mad Shroom MC, and then in, in quotations, higher than a bumblebee. <laughs> <laughs> typically, I'd put, like, you know, the king of blues or whatever it may be, but your title for the day was higher than a bumblebee. I think no. we can. I think we got the name of the episode. <laughs> yeah, there you oh, go. Man. I've said so much wilder stuff. <laughs> you have no idea. You have no idea. Oh, I, I, I can only assume, my friend. I can only assume. That's amazing. <laughs> For sure, man. But uh, no, nah, but definitely like Nas and Wu-Tang. Oh, yeah. Definitely Wu-Tang heavy, man. I'm a major Wu-Tang fan. B- uh, big East Coast guy then, I'm guessing? Yeah, I was big into the East Coast, you know. And then, I mean, it fluctuates, you know, because N.W.A. also, when I found N.W.A. Oh, yeah. Well, album, you know. <laughs> shit, even white guys to this day are influenced by N.W.A. So. <laughs> yeah. You know, when I, uh, when I found that record, or uh, I was in like a Fred Meyer going through the CDs, and I was found the greatest hits. And my dad leaned over and he's like, yeah, you know what that stands for, don't you? And I like, saw it. I was like, holy. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, let me cop this. You know, see what this is about. See, that right there. You got that. You got that influence to whisper in your ear. It's like the grandmaster's like, you know what those letters mean. Right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, that, this. That, that, that's one of those ones where when, when I discovered it, we used to go skate pools all the time and uh, we just listened to a bunch punk rock and then nwa would come on and it's one of those things where you're like oh yeah nwa is like it's that one yeah 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 those guys yep. yeah as, as a white as hell man i whispered the name of that band so many times <laughs> it's <bet>. uncomfortable <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't doubt it. 
<laughs> kind of like that scene in Office Space where he's listening to the gangster rap and a black guy walks by and he turns it down. <laughs> he goes by and he turns but, it back up. But today we're not turning it down. Fuck no, you can't turn it down. Nah, and honestly, like nowadays, I don't even care. That's not even the weirdest thing that I would listen to. Mm-hmm. Nobody would look weird at me for listening to hip hop. They would look weird at me for listening to whatever. All the else. other shit. We yeah, listen whatever to. else <laughs> I might be playing. They're more like, why are you listening to this shit? <laughs> You know, we really got to talk about when did you start rapping, you know, like obviously uh, a buddy of ours, you know, you got together with uh, DJ Corndog, you know, I mean, yeah. when did so all I can sh- confirm a decade myself, like, like yeah, uh, when did, when did you actually start rapping though? Um, You know, I, I was, uh, started pretty young, like was writing poems and stuff like shortly after trying to, you know, home yeah. the craft and things of that nature. But um, when I was like... 15, 16 is when I really started rapping. Really. Like like playing, like s- rapping live. Like, like for people or? Well, we had a, uh, <laughs> so my dad uh, set up a little recording studio in his bedroom. He let us turn the whole closet into like a recording booth. Oh, really? I set up the microphone in there. We had all these crazy lights and just like foam and stuff. And <laughs> me and the homie B. Woods would come through and uh, we'd set up just different beats on like a loop we had a cakewalk we get cakewalk set up a bunch of beats oh i remember that i used to do like a techno show with that in like middle school (laughs) good old cakewalk (laughs) ladies and gentlemen taking it back that's our asshole spotlight for the evening a cakewalk (laughs) (laughs) oh yeah if you don't know we have a feature in our in our episodes where we spotlight the asshole in each episode yeah, Usually it's a white guy. There's always yeah. one. <laughs> there's always some motherfucker ruining everybody yeah, else's just shit. Ripping like. somebody off. Yeah, yeah. So, so in this case, we get cakewalk. <laughs> That's that shit. I mean, it was cool, man. It was free. You know, did the job, you know. It wasn't uh, a cakewalk, though. That's it was ridiculous. certainly was not a cakewalk. <laughs> that, that's, that's not even close true. to what it was. Like they're like, oh, it's a cakewalk, a cakewalk filled with nails and pepper spray. One hundred percent. Nah, so true. Nail bomb. Oh man, nah, that shit was a trip. But yeah, we'd set up beats in a row and then just go through and freestyle over those, you know. And then he'd jump in sometimes too and shit. Oh, you got your so. dad to jump in too? Oh, yeah. oh yeah. that's fucking rad. So man, I so. I'm lucky enough to have met him myself a couple of times. Like he was at, he was at the shows back in the early, early days, yeah. like when we first yeah. got around started. So. Oh really? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah he's yeah, he was really always a cool ass guy. Like that was definitely before uh, I started coming around. God, I, I must have been like twenty two at the time. Like it was it was a long time ago. Oh yeah. yeah. So so when did you first start performing live? Uh, that was when I was like 18. Oh, really? 18, 19. Just doing like open mics and stuff like that? Yeah. Uh, first show. A, what was your first show? There was an open mic. So there was the first time I got on stage with the song that I wrote, spit my first, you know, whatever. You're letting it go. Uh, <laughs> it was at, I want to say it was at Chop Suey. It was at Chop Suey. Oh, no shit. Chop Suey had an open mic. Uh, right a, before a show. That's a that's a very great club in Seattle. So. Yeah. Yeah. And, <laughs> yeah. They've been holding it down for a long time. So shout out to Chop Suey. Fuck yeah, dude. I've Artifact. seen some kick ass shows there. You know. And uh, that's a big. Honestly, that's a big venue for your first open mic. Like you know. most of my open mics are <laughs> like, you know, in a shady closet on the back and, of a weird bar. Like, <laughs> 
Isn't that usually a 21 and over place? What, they just have, like, open mic for uh, underage or whatever? Or? Yeah, at the time, it was all ages open mic. Oh, okay. Open to everybody. Yeah, they had open right mic a lot shot. more back then. Man, things, Seattle was a lot different back then. <laughs> yeah. Not, not to play the old man card, everything's bad now or anything like that, but it, right. it really was different. Like, they had so much open mics and, like, random musicians. Well, not just that, but you could have any fucking shitty venue in Seattle and go play there if you if you could just get three bands there. <laughs> yeah, you you get nine people to show up at the same time. The whole bar will give you the entire evening to yeah. yourself. Like, right? I mean, shit. Sometimes a like a Chinese restaurant. <laughs> right. Garden, that baby. might not have been in Seattle though. <laughs> no, that was not. That was definitely not. In Seattle. Uh, yeah. So, uh, yeah, we did the chop uh, chop suey joint. So what was the a song? Couple years later. What was the song, man? Uh, I think it was Northwest Takeover. <laughs> was the name of the song? Oh man, that was like. So, whew. so you're planting the flag, right? Fuck there. That, that that starts aging you, right? When you're trying to think back to that. Yeah, man. This is bad <laughs> enough. Y'all got my birthday on here and shit. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> all bad. Put me on blast, man. It's all right. You're still the youngest person on the podcast. Yeah, so that's that makes true. You feel better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's not anything. It's all the grave after after that. Damn right. <laughs> <laughs> That's real shit. So, yeah, so Northwest Takeover. It's a, so you know, like, what kind of? Do you have any definite inspirations? Like that that you would say your style is like. You know, do you have a a claim style like subgenre of hip hop that you would actually subscribe to? Because mm. honestly, you're you're pretty all over the place, like with your writing and and your design. You kind of do whatever the fuck you want. So, yeah, that is true. I guess it is that's been like a hard part of like the whole branding and all that sort of issue and thing. You know what I'm saying? Cause I just make whatever I like to make. Cause go know? fuck yourself. Dude, that's, a brand. that's the funnest yeah, way to do exactly. it. But sometimes that's the hardest to get to appeal to people. Cause they want to hear that certain sound. Right. Exactly. But they want predictability. Yeah. All that kind of shit. So yeah. I mean, and that, that's one of the things that really does play a lot. You know, I'm, we're not trying to bring down the mood here, but <laughs> we, we are the struggling musician portion of this where there is going to be some talk where we talk about like, right. you know, a little well, bit more of the there's real a reason shit. why we're talking about music instead of playing, uh, playing it professionally but i'll say uh <laughs> definitely 100 it's like psychedelic hip-hop you know what i'm saying and like dark wave and uh cloud rap i guess cloud know? rap yeah cloud rap. is that, is that like something. related to mobile rap or nah it's like its own like emotional rap <laughs> is, thing. That, is that like, like a thing before soundcloud <laughs> i guess it's like a part of cl- like SoundCloud. Oh, okay, you know? okay. It's like an off branch, uh, is it like, offshoot. Like, like kind uh, of like easier going. Uh, like, cause when I hear cloud, I would think like softer, like easier going, but I don't even know if. Yeah, cause I'll, 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 to be honest, uh, I don't know a lot of rap. And so when I saw you, I just was like, oh, that's, that's rap. So I don't know like the <laughs> subgenres and stuff. See, like to even bring it back, like me using that term, term cloud rap, like I've looked it up on like some blog shit. And uh, yeah, it sounds like emotional rap. <laughs> so, yeah, so, well, I be rapping about my emotions. Well, and shit, shit you dude, know some of the saying? best just rap about is everything, emotional you know? rap. I mean, it's all over the place. You know, <laughs> make songs about water. Make songs about my emotions. Hell yeah! But how that's, I feel about the government. That's the way <laughs> to do it, man. I mean, honestly, like that's that is literally like the key to music is emotional content, food, <laughs> emotional content, and, and folklore and food. I guess, yeah. yeah, all that kind of shit, you know. So it's a little all over the place. All right, and so uh, what was like the first uh, album you know, that you released? 
Ooh, I love that you're going through the old shit, man. Oh, uh, you so got funny. to. Yeah, so no, we funny. we want to see. Like we we want to see the the old shit. Come on. Um, that was the Black Lagoon Chronicles Volume One. Ooh. Ooh. See, yeah. One thing I love about Shroom is he's got the best names. All <laughs> of the shit. Dude. Before you became Mad Shroom, though, uh, didn't you have a another name before that, like Brother Boogie? <laughs> well, it's Mad Shroom, the Brother Boogie. <laughs> so it's like a that's okay. So I I was like, I was thinking that was two separates, but it. I mean, because for me it's Mad Shroom MC semicolon higher than a bumblebee. <laughs> 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 oh man, you have no idea, bro. <laughs> you, go through, you go through some names before you uh, settled on Mad, Shroom, Mad Shroom, though. Um, you know, my very first one was. Lord Shroom. Lord Shroom. Lord Shroom. So you're like that. <laughs> that sounds not- like a psychedelic metal band. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Right. But uh everybody- I feel like there's like a there's like an intimidating presence to Lord Shroom. Like, <laughs> like Lord Shroom has arrived. <laughs> I feel, I feel, or like you come out with with like a Dracula cape on. <laughs> See, that's kind of the vibe and wave I was on and shit. Oh, know, shit. Like, Dracula cape so, style. Like, yeah, like Lord Shroom. I was gonna be on that kind of shit, you know. Oh, like, I like that. But uh everybody thought I was a vice lord. <laughs> and I'm not, so I'm not yeah, even sure what a vice lord is. <laughs> I'll, a, uh, I'll search it up later. Don't even worry. Right, somebody, somebody will hit wait, us wait, up wait, on Twitter. Wait, is that and... a Star Wars reference? <laughs> yes. <laughs> got it. No, it's not. No. Oh, no. fuck. Dude, you I got to go, man. I thought I got that. <laughs> I, I, was about to ruin, I was about to ruin both your guys' na- days because I know what that is, and that's what I thought it was at first, but I just... Brushed it off. <laughs> so uh, we've already exposed my nerdiness in this podcast, <laughs> yeah, so there's no surprise here. So no, now we got, now we got sidetracked. Too, but, uh, Black, uh, Black Lagoon Chronicles Volume One. Yeah, that was the very first joint. Yeah, so I mean, the first the, album ever. Were right? you Matchroom yeah. at this point? I was. So you that so there's a so is this available anywhere? What's that? Black Lagoon Chronicles yeah. Volume 1? Yeah. Uh, a, I don't think so. So there's some ancient <laughs> stuff. Like. There's some ancient shit. There might be like a CD floating around <laughs> somewhere. Some, Kitties, if you outside. don't know what a CD is, uh, it's a little a disc that looks like a DVD, but it doesn't have quite the information on it. Right. All right. Was, so, so I'm going to try and call out your memory here. You remember any of the tracks? <sighs> shit, y'all clowning me. <laughs> <laughs> uh... <laughs> just trying to put you on the spot, man. Right. Um, hey, if you don't, it's not it's not a problem. We're not. Gonna, <laughs> there's no buzzer that's gonna come out. The floor doesn't fall out. No, we can find a buzzer. I, I, I eventually <laughs> will add a buzzer. But. It's funny because I listened to it recently, but I can't remember where I listened to it at. So, oh, I don't so know what it was okay. So. Well, we'll get to that. We're yeah. So we'll crack this walnut later, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Let's continue the biography portion. Word. Well, and so. Uh, Obviously, there was a volume two then. There was a volume two. When did you release that shit? I want to say a year later. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure it was a year later. So what were you producing on at this point, like tools-wise? Um, we had a Apple computer, a Mac. One of them, iMac. Yeah. <laughs> what, what, year, what year are we looking at? What year are we looking at? Um, I want to say that was like. 2009, 2008. Is this when you guys lived in that house in North Everett? 
Yeah. It was, we're talking uh, about that. Okay. Yeah, the Black Lagoon. That place oh, was fun. Yeah, that's why it was the Black Lagoon Chronicles. So yeah. I, I, I absolutely oh, okay. That refuse. makes more, way more sense now. I absolutely yeah. refuse to give any of the specific information away in this podcast, but if you guys are super diligent and know what you're looking for, there's a magic mm. thing on the internet somewhere that's recorded in the Black Lagoon that features all the people except for Ian in this room. Yeah, yeah. We're not going to say Ouch. anymore. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, if yep. you, if there's you, some artifacts out there. If you, uh, <laughs> when you were living there, I was in living just like down the street in a punk rock flop house. So, <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's classic Everett. It's uh, it's something else to say the least. For real though, and so you, so <laughs> you guys. Really but honestly, for for your second album, you guys were working with some good shit because this particular artifact also shows like the the studio itself that they were working in, which was like Shroom's bedroom, then a closet door that opened, but inside the closet was like a whole second room that they had separated off into two pieces, and that was a decent sized studio yeah, too. Like, yeah. it, like it looked like it was made to be a studio that was hidden like a closet, and it was super cool. Like honestly, <laughs> yeah. I always really dug the way. It <laughs> Like, if only you had like uh, a button you could open it up like a uh, James Bond movie or yeah, something. Had a, had a and let's get to the studio. Dude, <laughs> yeah, if we had the dough back then. <laughs> okay, so when so when we when we make our new uh, podcasting area, we're going to put it behind a bookcase <laughs> at some at some point, even if it's just a bookcase as our front door. <laughs> <laughs> well, when I lived at the uh, punk rock flop house, my door was a bookcase, so I had a hidden room. Yeah, but didn't you catch a bunch of like weird vibes for that? Like, <laughs> <laughs> well, we used to have bands practice in our basement, and it was right next to my room. So I'd be napping, and they'd start playing, and I'd fucking open up the door. They go, "Where'd you come from?" <laughs> I mean, I live in the closet. <laughs> As the fucking uh, basement monster for a, a long time. The basement monster. The basement awesome. monster. Yeah. All right, well, this is not check, dude. Check out Ian as a basement monster. That's oh, for sure. Well, I guess I, I can't tell any stories then. No, <laughs> <laughs> no, no stories for Ian. Well, I mean, at this point, we should probably play one of your songs, don't you think? Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm down to get down on some down. Yeah, we got we got to get some mad shroom uh, up in up in this. So, <laughs> all right. So uh, this one right here, this is a, a, a little a little piece we call Molly in the Mountains, which I'm not going to decide whether that's a woman or an intoxicant, and I'm not <laughs> going to decide if the mountains are real. We'll let you guys decide. <laughs> We're looking at the, the background image here, just to set a little little precedence. It looks like some trees uh, arced into a circle with, that. I'm pretty sure that's a condom. Yeah. And uh, then we have a vial, and I'm pretty sure that's a vampire coffin in the top left, and then a candelabra and a book with a star on it. Yeah. Are, are you a wizard? Uh, that's also my logo on the condom as well. Oh. Uh, Did you actually, do you have Metroom condoms? Not at the moment, but we're working on it. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay. Eventually. Well, let's hope that Metroom condoms coming soon to a theater near you. <laughs> or a vagina near you. Right, exactly. Hey. Coming to a vagina near oh, you. Oh, yeah. I like this already. The song's pretty ridiculous and uh, uh, it's going to be interesting. <laughs> okay, I like it already. It's. Take a ride on the dark side huh. Inside where the scary minds won't go Fall lines of apartheid Right Ties to the U.S. that they won't show One day we all all die Right That's not a reason to not grow Fun guy is a gift from the most high So it's a must that I ride But you already know Cause I just hit a dab on a nigga Brother Boogie hit a dab on a nigga Hit a dab on a nigga And I just took a tab 
brother Boogie took a tab for his dinner. Some LSD, Shroom Caps is a snack. Shroom Caps got me turned to the max. We poppin' Molly in the mountains with the witches in the world. I'm all winning, nigga. Girl looking at me. Girl looking at me. Looking like she won't go. Looking like she won't go. I wouldn't touch that freak. I wouldn't touch that freak. Looking like a scarecrow. I got too many moves to make. I pay my dues. And I don't really fool with fakes who choose to lose. I'd rather get my bank on swole like Terry Crews. My crew would rather roll some dinks. True. Don't stop. Smoke pot in your parking lot. Lick shots on the cops like a Malcapone. Give it all that I got. Gotta get the Trip rock, make it hot, cause I'm in my zone Off top, top off on the microphone Wreck shot northwest, I'm a cyclone My plot's on the top spot, ready to pop So get it locked, cause you a not, then you already know Cause I just hit a dab on a nigga Brother Boogie hit a dab on a nigga And I just took a tab for my dinner Brother Boogie took a tab for his dinner Shroom caps is a snack Shroom caps got me turned to the max Max my question so after we listen to the song good god <laughs> i'm pretty sure you just said you you're dabbing on him and also taking tabs in the woods with witches and warlocks is that way is that did i did i get that right yeah this is all a true oh. story too. <laughs> actual what? actual witches or like so uh so i'm in a couple groups too so also have you heard of filthy fingers united oh yeah i have yeah Yes. So yeah, Filthy Fingers United is a collection of different producers all over like America and the world too now, too. We're international. But um we release different beat tapes um quarterly throughout the year. And every summer we have the FFU camp out. Oh, okay. And that's where we go out to the woods, a bunch of us and that's the FFU AU, also Alchemy Union. Shout out Alchemy Union, that's the crew. So I'm understanding this correctly. You're a bunch of rappers who are also wizards. Yes, correct. <laughs> How did I not know about this? Oh shit, that... dude! I can lay down a rhyme. Am I am I invited? I can. Oh lay down man, a hell come of a out, rhyme. come out! You don't have to just rhyme, man. It's all genres, all Good, types of music, I, I local can't music. Rhyme, just come through. I'll bring I'll bring the accordion out and lay down a rhyme. Yeah, man. Oh, you still play the accordion? Oh yeah, that's beautiful. <laughs> that is actually great fucking news. <laughs> I'm gonna have you come through. So the track that you just played—that's the most recent track that I've released that I produced. God, I, I know, honestly so. gotta say, I, I really love that. I I loved like the how thick it really was. Like it 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 felt like it was filling every bit of. <laughs> Sorry, I've just been informed that I'm operating our new equipment improperly. Improperly. <laughs> improperly. Improperly. Fraction. Yeah. Well, yeah. You gotta get used to. Uh, Getting real close to that mic now. Yeah, sorry, I gotta get all up in my face. That was funny. I was just talking about that recently. How I've seen people have like shows and stuff with their lips like all up on the microphone. Like, yeah, yeah. That reminds me of when so I first when I first started playing in my psychobilly band, uh I we played at this place uh called Tony V's Garage and he had one mic that would shock if you got too close. 
And so I had to learn learn actually how to project because <laughs> otherwise if I didn't project, it would shock the fuck out of my lips and my lips would go numb right in the middle of my set. That sounds like a function. If you ask me, like, I think Mike should shock you if you just get too damn close. Because I've seen <laughs> so many people just give me like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's real talk though. That's one hundred percent. I agree with that. Oh, there's there's nothing yeah, worse than than someone who deeps throat a mic right uh, right before you got to go sing on it. Yeah, it, well, I mean, I go to open mics like a, <laughs> as an accordion player. I have to use every mic in the house usually. I'm usually like, hey, you guys got like four fucking mics, and they're like, no, and here's your two. And so you get you get one for your mouth and one for your accordion, which does not work, ladies and gentlemen. Does not get three tone sources. <laughs> right. All right, and so I guess we got to talk about a big thing in your life that happened when you were 21. We've been talking about your dad. Like, got to bring it down for a second. Yeah, for sure. All good. I can handle it. So, yeah, when Pops passed, you know what I'm saying? It's funny. Uh, You know, this is dope, too. This is, you know what, man, for real, thank you all again for having me on the show and everything, Oh, fuck too. yeah. And like, being an Everett and everything, just the wave of I'm on, the path I'm on right now. Shit's dope. It's dope I'm, to talk about the past. And thanks for being right here, man. You like, know what I'm saying? It is. This is what we wanted. I, I It may feel like a bit intrusive, but we really do want to know, like, you know, get inside your mind. You know, don't don't yeah. give anything that you wouldn't be comfortable saying, but, you know. For sure. You know, for share sure. the information that you would and, and you know, feel free to say whatever you want. Yeah. No, that's what's up. But, um, no, at that time. I definitely lost my mind afterwards, you know what I'm saying? That was, uh, I've experienced, you know, a few deaths in the family, but uh, that one I took pretty hard, you know? And, uh, well, like I said, I, I was playing in a band that was adjacent to a band that you were playing in at the time. Like, I, we shared a member, ironically. Don't, don't ask guys how that worked out. But, yeah, we shared a member between right. both the bands yeah. we were in. Uh, for a term and like during that time especially in the early time he was there quite often especially like the big scheduled uh open mics that we had so right. it, it's the only reason that we really got to like know each other is we uh, i'd show up play the accordion in the middle of a bunch of rappers or vice versa <laughs> right. you know, they'd go up yeah. and lay some rhymes and it'd just be a whole bunch of like acoustic people playing right and so it's always a, an interesting mix because nobody ever gave each other any you know bullshit about it so, and oh, that, go ahead no yeah you know <clears throat> with the group and with Black Magic Noise and the members, you know, some of us were in different bands and different genres, you know, had different sounds and stuff. So we're in different groups and stuff. And that's how we really built our presence and everything, you know, and really spread who we are. And also, we were definitely more of an artist collective at that time, too. You yeah. Know, when we were doing the Jay Garden shows, you know. Oh, yeah. yeah. Would, there uh, was a lot of people like involved, like Wisdom and, you know, just, just random people who would show up and, you know, Contribute just a little bit. Right. Shit, I showed up. I was just looking for something else other than the punk scene I was in, so. But uh, he was real supportive, you know what I'm saying? And he really was, yeah, supportive of what I had going on and liked what I was doing. And with him being a big inspiration, you know, I took it pretty hard. And yeah, yeah, took a break for a little bit, you know what I'm saying? Oh, really? Um, I didn't really take a break, but I was still releasing music, but. I wasn't going the way I should have, you know what right. I'm saying? Like, Pulled back from the full on, the, the, the grind. Yeah, yeah, I took it pretty hard. You know, I was wilding, you know. I, yeah, those were some wild days. <laughs> yeah. 
But well, uh, I mean, this gotta be like tough, you know. I mean, and shit, you know. But at, at what, like eight or nine, you discovered his album, and you know he built you, uh, built a studio in it, uh, in his place and shit. You know, I mean, this gotta yeah, be tough. Facilitated, you know what I'm saying, yeah. and really encouraged me to rap and everything. You know what I'm saying. So, yeah, when he passed, you know, it was really hard. You know, and then uh, we put out a project for him too. Oh no, shit. Yeah. Um, Man, that's crazy. The crazy mofo. One crazy mofo. It's on the <laughs> Black Magic Noise band camp and shit. You know? Oh, really? Yeah. I'm going to have to check that one out. Yeah, yeah, shout out to Moshe. I also have a project with Moshe called uh, The Cream of Mad Shroom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've met Mad, or, uh, Moshe a few times. He's a, yeah. he's a real good guy. So Yeah, man. Shout out to Moshe. He's a real, real dope dude, man. Yeah, so do check out him as well. Yes, please do. Please do. I mean, that's one of the things is we're trying to do local music, guys. So, you know, share a little bit of y- your friends and the people yeah. around you. And, and well, we got we got to highlight, you know, the, just the people we fucking love hanging out with, the people we hung out with in the past. You know, I mean, it's all fucking music. And I don't know, man. It's just fucking awesome. Yeah, man. That's what's up. I'm really happy that Everett's doing something to talk about, you know, our history and what we got going on out here. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, no, for sure. Like, for sure. Yeah, you know, so that's just dope. <laughs> well, and so, uh, speaking of uh, Black Magic Noise, when did, when exactly did you guys get this going? Um, I really say, like, so we just celebrated our 10-year anniversary. No shit, year. has it been 10 years now? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that's officially when it was full on, like, let's go, Black yeah, Magic no, Noise. That's, yeah, know? about 10 years ago, that's a... Uh... You know, and we've known each other longer than that, I yeah. want to say. So, oh, absolutely. Because, I, I, I mean, 10 years is when we recorded that stuff. So I, I had known you a couple of years already at that point. Yeah. So, you know. yeah. Yep. So, yeah, man. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, this is the 11th year, 2020. You know what I'm saying? Um, wow. Yeah. And it, it, it kind of feels weird, like, when you get to the 10-year mark, because you, you don't want to feel like you're, you know, like you've been doing it for too long. Like, you know, it's not, it's not sports. You don't get to 10 years and be like, I got to retire. My knee hurts. Right. Like right. at 10 years, it should be like, oh yeah, I'm shifting into fifth gear or whatever it may well, be. Oh, you know? That's 100%. You know what I'm saying? What well, it is. and I just know experience the experiences I have in my band where it just feels like, you know, you're just finally finding your sound, you know, at 10 years must be because I've, I haven't been in a band that long. So 10 years must feel like, you know, you're really getting into that groove. Well, I mean, if we want to be technical, Ian, our brand never broke up, so we're about 10 years old. But we haven't <laughs> yeah, practiced te- in te- about six years. Technically, so our band that. turned into this, though, too. So. Yeah, so. There you go. There you That's go. how it goes. We sometimes. ditched the instruments. It was easier this way. <laughs> well, I uh, I elected to keep playing electric guitar, and it was hard to uh, get an accordion to. Nobody wants to let me play accordion in a metal band. They don't go. Well, wait, fucking no. learn the mic that shit, right? And we'll do it. <laughs> yeah, I'll bring like eighty mics. <laughs> and not in a metal band, dude. That shit's gonna feedback so bad. That's it. Part of the part of the charm. <laughs> Adds to it. Anyway, yeah, so uh, BME, though, you guys are still going strong. Who's who's all uh, rapping for you guys now? Uh, right now, it's me, RLS, and Vaughn. That is podcast. Uh, oh, wait, not podcast. 
Wow, I'm faded. Uh, it's me, RLS, and Vaughn. We also have a podcast called BMN Mondays. Oh, shit. Oh, I didn't on. even know about that. That's on oh, YouTube, yeah. right? Yes, it is. Is it available on other like, podcast stuff? It's not on like Spotify or anything like that yet, but we're working on that. Shit, we're, we're going to fix that? Yeah, we have it on Facebook and on YouTube right now. All right, Fuck well, yeah. yeah so I think I saw something like that, that when, awesome. uh, yeah. when I was listening to some of your music on YouTube. So What's that? I think I, I think I saw that when I was listening to some of your music. So, uh, yeah. 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 And I was going to listen to it and I was like, no, nah, I got to I got to listen to Matt's music. I got to I got to prepare. <laughs> got to get my groove on. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's what's funny. At the time that if I could say this or you edited it or whatever, but yeah, at the time we're recording this, like there's more BMN podcast episodes than there is music. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But uh, we're working on fixing that, you know what I'm saying? There's yeah, I mean, some more music coming. But so. you guys have been around for so long. If you if you actually had all the music you guys have produced cuz it was always a new track, a new something like for 10 years in a row. And yeah, the, all of that's on our Bandcamp. Yeah, you know? so so it's by all means like Spotify or iTunes, you know, it's all on the Bandcamp and shit. And we have a uh the flash drive called the archive. That has ten years of all the music that we've released. That's oh, all really? Thank God. So we're gonna have yeah. to check that out. We're gonna send Indiana Jones over for it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's available on our website, blackmagicnoise.com. Oh, nice, nice. So you, you guys got the website. You got the good backing. You, you got your themes going. Uh, most of you guys' art on there is ridiculous, but great. It, yeah, it fits no. your your whole. Same. You guys' theme yeah. so good. <laughs> thank you, thank like, you. Like I, I've, I'm still digging on the song earlier, and still just thinking about the the taking drugs with the wizards and the witches in the <laughs> woods, and uh, that's I, I give you the thumbs up already. Thank you, man. Thank you. Now it's a great time. I highly <laughs> recommend. Uh, Angel, come out. So I know you guys released a bunch of com- uh, comps back in the day, like you did stuff for Valentine's Day and 420. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of 420 stuff. I think 420 every year there was a new song where they were like yeah. 420 jam for 2000 and whatever. Uh, yeah, <laughs> pretty much. Why? Well, I, I love your Valentine's Day stuff. You called it Black Magic Perverts. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's all still out there too. Yeah, that shit's so obnoxious. Oh my god. Well, what 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 cracks me up about the 420 stuff is every song is a four minutes and twenty second song. I like. How the fuck did you do that? So that was like for the first like three or four years. Oh, okay. Yeah. You know? <laughs> now, now we'll release a project on 420. Um, it's like, It'll be like a BMN slash FFU. Oh, gosh, You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, we're always doing shit with them. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> you always gotta have something on 420 every year. Yeah, exactly. Like, man, that's a big holiday. You, you and still then, doing the 420 uh, length songs, or uh, sometimes? And also, like, it's no pressure. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, just if it's something pertaining to the topic or psychedelic in some Wait, form. What topic way. would that be? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Anything greenery. <laughs> it's Herbal okay. You can say remedy. it on the. You can say it on this podcast. We really don't mind marijuana. No, it's just ironic. We're drinking some pineapple Kush. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> We're drinking some pineapple Kush. Yeah, right now. we are. We are indeed consuming a beer called Pineapple Kush at the moment, and it is quite delicious. Mm-hmm. This is not a an ad or even uh, check out our review show if you really want reviews of stuff. Oh man, I do <laughs> yeah. brew reviews too. That's a funny too. Hell yeah. <laughs> I got that on my Instagram and shit. <laughs> when I talked to you last, uh, you talked about this 
tour that uh, went so well in 2012. <laughs> <laughs> oh, is there a failed tour? Jeez. Or like a bad tour? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like a rough tour? Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. We're, okay well, There's been plenty of those. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. We're, we, we're focused on 2012. Yeah. Lay it down for us. 2012. 2012, man. Well, uh, where did it start? Where are we going? Even to think back. So, are you talking about the Cali Adventure? Yeah. Yeah, we brought all of our instruments. Yep. So, Black Magic Noise was also a band called Last Tribe of Earth. And uh, I played the keys. Corndog played the bass. Arliss was like the head and played the guitar. And Nocturnal played the drums. I remember that, yeah. Yeah. And uh, You guys did a cover of one of my songs. Yes. It wasn't in Saltwater Blues. It was indeed. I still love that song to this day. Yeah. See, I remember that shit. <laughs> yeah, it's a good jam. One of my few really good ones. Nah, I love that song. That was my shit. And uh, yeah, man. So uh, we had a trailer <laughs> with all of our equipment and our amps in it. And uh, Corn Dog was driving a Forerunner. We drove <laughs> to California. And that's all documented on YouTube too. Oh, and you I, got you got this documented on YouTube? Yeah, it's called the BMN Cali Adventure. So, so what happened? Like you guys, you guys leave Washington in 2012. What? When do you leave? Give us, a, give so, us a little narrative here. We leave Washington, and uh, man, fucking still thinking back like that. Uh, leave Washington, and still, even you say in 2012, I think it was like 2010 or 2011 oh, really? or something okay. like that. I don't know. That seems. I don't know. I have to check. That, that's just the date check. you told me. So I have to check. But um, well, fucking go back. Leave Washington. Well, first of all, all the shows basically fell through. <laughs> first of all, let's make that clear. So all like, the way down to Cali. One, yeah, one by one, going down to California, they fell through. Uh, we had one show, or something like was weird. We had one show that was successful in like Oregon. I'm pretty sure that was part of the tour. And uh, well, Oregon, those guys will show up for just about anything. You know, it was with some uh, like the 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 Zulu scene out there. And uh, from what I remember, man, I have to highlight those guys. Man, damn. <laughs> oh, oh, man, I haven't thought about that shit in a while. Yeah, but, shout out uh, to the Zulu guys in Oregon. Yeah, man, they hooked it up. But um, we went to California, and yeah, we had all these other shows set up. And But yeah, everybody else just dropped out, fell through. Every single show. Away. Like, how many shows you got? You guys have lined up? We oh. had like five. Oh, no shit. <laughs> five shows, and like one by one. Like, <laughs> no, no, no. One by one, it was like, so we. So, so like, your tour turned into a road trip. Basically. <laughs> just a big And party. so, like, so we had another show that we pulled up to. It was at the skate shop. And so. Um, we get to the skate shop and uh, they're like, "Yeah, we're Black Magic Noise. We're here to do the show." They're like, "What? Who? Are you? What?" We're like, "Yeah, we booked the show here," and they're like, "Oh, oh, they didn't write it on the calendar. Oh shit, you know what I'm saying? Oh, we totally like there was no promotion, no setup, oh, man. no nothing. Just a skate shop empty. Just." There was just this random was people Cal- skating. This was in California? This was in California. What part of California? Oh, man. Fuck. Um, I want to say it was the Bay Area. It was like oh, Oakland no or something. Shit. It was like Oakland <laughs> or something or like Berkeley or something like that. I'll have to check. It's in the, uh, the, it's on the video. It's on YouTube. It's unfortunate. I'll have to check. 
but y'all can go check it out because yeah uh corn dog and nocturnal end up fucking up their ankle and going down a half pipe <laughs> but uh we uh since we had all of our equipment all of our amps in the back of the in the trailer we're like well screw it you know we're here we're gonna set up a show we're gonna do it you know like screw that we drove all this way at least we're gonna do this one show you know we don't okay, care yeah you so, gotta do it yeah one dude was like yeah man like if they left me in charge man i would have it would have been so cracking there would have been so many people here we're like yeah well whatever we're here now <laughs> plugging these amps you know what i'm saying we had all of our weird equipment you know all of our amps and like a sp and just played songs and rapped and with our microphones and stuff and got down for all the just random people that came through you know oh yeah were, the, uh, were there people skating around and shit like yeah, that there oh, people fuck skating yeah. around and stuff man that's rad like, i definitely want to do that again i got mad love for the skate culture oh know? dude that's they they know where it's at oh 100 man so but at the end of the day it turned out to be a good show yeah Oh man, any that's just that black magic shit. I mean, any show like okay, so being somebody who has played for like a limited amount of people, any show that's like enjoyable is a good show, even if you only get a few people there. You know what I mean? Like sometimes it, whatever it may be, man. And that's just those war stories. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah, yeah no, I mean, like, if, like if anybody thinks it's man. easy being a musician, just listen to this story where you book a bunch of shows and everybody cancels on you. Oh my yeah. god. Yeah, we could actually probably make a whole series of like of horror stories as musicians and like there's <laughs> yeah, so man. much. Oh man, like, like I remember trust. one time I uh booked uh we booked a show out in Spokane. We got out there and we're like they're like, "Oh, that's right. You guys are playing. Well, you guys will be inside." And then uh, you know, we're doing like this rockabilly punk rock thing and out back they had another show booked. And it was just this like EDM like dance party going on, and we're like, none of this matches. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> so you, you go out to smoke a cigarette, and it's fucking, doom, 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 and then you come back in, and it's it's like fucking punk rock, uh, Elvis Presley. See, <laughs> <laughs> all bad, man. Oh man. Oh some of the oh man, yeah, that's yeah. just just crazy. All right, and so we definitely got to talk about the album that I really know you from was Junky Funk, The Funky Junk. Oh, yeah, this is a legendary album. Oh, yeah. this is a great album. I, I had a copy of this for years after it came out. <laughs> this oh, one yeah. stayed in my car for a long time. That's what's up, man. I really appreciate that. Thank you. Yeah, that was a, that was a lot of fun. A lot of went into that album. That was my first, yeah, it was my first real album, you know. And uh, first real big project and everything. And yeah, that shit was a good time. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. You got to give us more than a good time. What, yeah. what was, what's the, what's the root of the, what, what was the album? Like, oh, man. the name itself inspires such, like, thought that I'm, I want to know with the name alone. And then we'll, we can maybe talk about the tracks, but like, the junky funk, funky junk, man. It's like, so uh shout out to my man Ilvon. Uh yeah, Neil Von Lawrence. He uh he first came out. He had this album called Trippin' on Steak. <laughs> Trippin' on Steak. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah, he always made a lot of like avant-garde beats and stuff. And uh Vaughn has grown. I mean, I've seen that man make so many 
different style of music and beats and man that man has thousands and he was younger than us right like yeah i I remember him being like a little skinny kid with he's got black hair right like he's always just a little skinny (laughs) kid wearing a white t-shirt yeah Yeah, wasn't he the guy that you would have like uh doing random beats live and you guys would freestyle over it yeah oh yeah yeah Yeah, i remember him so vaughn's been kicking it man the whole way too you know what i'm saying longer than the 10 years you know what i'm saying dude check out vaughn yeah Neil Von Lawrence and Ilvon was just two. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. No, I mean, yeah. Do both of those. But, yeah, you check them out and you might uh, you might find some gold there. Definitely. You definitely will. You will find something that you like because there's a whole lot of different type of music there. So, But, uh, yeah, that was a collaboration album with all of his beats, you know. So yeah. I just wrapped over everything that he produced and uh, at the Lagoon. and so the black lagoon that was the house that we were living in um this is the one with the studio in your closet right yeah like and so no it was like a three-bedroom so what it was it was a three-bedroom house that this uh this girl i was dating at the time her parents owned it and uh it was a three-bedroom house but you had to go through one of the like the master bedroom to get to the third bedroom and that third bedroom connected to had like this weird closet in it that w- third bedroom kind of had some weird vibes in it <laughs> honestly and it led to some the weird ever ever vibes yeah definitely that whole house was kind of like in the best way kind of creepy you know what i mean like yeah. it's that it, it has that right 60s construction like uncomfortable construction kind of you had to kind of go you, the front door was in the middle of the living room so no matter how you arrange the living room you're walking through somebody's bullshit yeah, and then that, the kitchens like in, kind I, of attached to the hallway yeah like, i just yeah, remember yeah. partying at that place and there was always some sort of jam going in that living room <laughs> oh yeah, yeah so much going on in every room of that house man and oh, that man. one bed, there was only one bathroom in the whole house, but like it had three door or two doors into it. Yeah, one from the side room, one for or one from the bedroom, one from the kitchen. And yep. so you could only, you could enter the bathroom from two different places, and there were like weird <laughs> sliding doors. That place was just. I remember like thinking like you could almost film like a re- really weird horror movie there, just because of how like mazy the house was. You we know definitely I mean? should have, and if we, yeah, we would have eventually, because yeah, that's place was crazy <laughs> <laughs> but you yeah. gotta you had to move down to seattle get closer to the action right and that's what happened so hell yeah but um yeah we recorded that project there and uh that was the first like yeah like full-on black magic noise production yeah it was dope yeah but yeah we moved to seattle shortly after that hell yeah well why don't you why don't you give us a little intro to this track you know like we we kind of put the last one in, uh, you know, without asking. <laughs> Willy nilly. Uh, oh, we, 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 we didn't take you to dinner. We didn't give you no lube this time. I, I, I'm going to ask Mad Shroom to give us uh, this next track is called Berserk. I mean, this is a little bit different, a uh, little bit different vibe than the other song. Uh, good. Yeah. Come on, give me something from it. Like, or not, well, you know, give me an idea what's going on. So Let's, I'm also definitely influenced by anime. And, uh, oh yeah, I mean that's that's an a- amazing combo right there. Yeah, hip hop and anime. I'm on my nerd shit pretty tough. If people didn't know already, I have a track called Spirit Bombs where I'm dressed up like Goku and I'm Oh, that's in a the great desert. song too. Wait, that's, were you, you were fun... dressed up like Goku? Yes. 
Oh, okay, ladies and gentlemen, I order everybody to go check out Mad Shroom dressed out, uh, dressed up like Goku. It's, for it's fun, dude. It's a I'm hilarious not even, video, dude. It's awesome. I'm not gonna play the song just because I want you guys to all go check it out. Like, I'm not even gonna feature it because you all have to go check it out. Go and do then, your homework. Then tweet me, and then tweet Mad Shroom, and then tweet Ian. <laughs> Let us know. <laughs> Let I'll us tweet the podcast. I don't have my own uh, Twitter. Yeah, we're gonna fix that. <laughs> Fuck that. <laughs> 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 I'm All right, so I'm gonna lay it in right now, Mr. Berserk. Hell yeah. And so yeah, this is based off of the anime Berserk. Or this is my uh it was drawn inspired by the energy. Shit, gas break dip, gon' break the bank, stack more chips, roll up the tank, break down zips. You niggas love to hate, you're gonna hate to love this. Going berserk like I'm Tyler Durden. Put that work and get rolled over, cold by the inertia, and that's for certain. Got that poison and poured it out of Durban. It be that killer gorilla, you hit it, it's hitting you. You call it curtains all day, every day. That's passed on from my uncle, always, every way. Yeah, I stay up on my hustle, major pain, major gain. Yeah, my click's about to bubble, my mind's the major muscle. You rappers are in real trouble, I do my thing. I may grow old, I still won't fade, I grow more bold. That fungus main, he broke that mold, remain untamed, out of control. It's in my veins to go for gold and to reach my goals. Let that shit be known, said I spearhead all opposition, headstrong. And hard-headed head-on collision Open studio sessions I schedule demolitions Unification of mind, body, and soul I'm ripped, ready to roll, nigga yeah. I came to get mine If need, I'll take yours I came to break news I came to kick doors Boogie been making money He came to make more That's what y'all been waiting for Pay attention, nigga hey. I came to warp minds I need to spread spores I packed a peace pipe Before I wage war he been making noise, he came to make more. This what y'all been waiting for. Pay attention, nigga. Hey, go crazy. I don't know. Maybe I've been going psycho, baby. Pray for me. I've been going psycho, baby. Pray for me. Said I've been with the shit. Gas break dip. Gonna break the bank. Stack more chips. Roll up the tank. Break down zips. You niggas love to hate, you're gonna hate to love this. Shroom flows like the moon glows, my pen knows no fear. All of my foes be front row, hoping I die, disappear. But I pack shows all across the globe, get high out the atmosphere. I'll be right here with my ten toes, standing tall on top tier. Yeah, decapitating niggas and defecating down next. Been fiending for bigger figures, he came up to get the checks. I'm facing the biggest blunts, we crushing the apex. I'm doing my own stunts, Brock Lesnar with the flex. I was asked out, looking for a handout Cause a brother had doubts, bro, I was low Lord knows, then I found out I need to run a different route Instead of screaming, shout, that's when I cracked the code Okay, said I nose dove into the studio Tracking all my sorrows when I found my soul Focused on my goals and truth be told Unification of mind, body, and soul I'm ready to roll, nigga, yeah I came to get mine, if need, I'll take yours I came to break news, I came to kick doors Boogie been making money, he came to make more That's what y'all been waiting for, pay attention nigga hey. I came to warp minds, I need to 
sprints force. I packed a peace pipe before I wage war. Boogie been making noise, he came to make more. This what y'all been waiting for. Pay attention, nigga. Hey, go crazy. I don't know, maybe. I've been going psycho, baby. Pray for me. I've been going psycho, baby. Pray for me. Oh, yeah. That Damn, was. Uh, I'm liking your new shit, man. That's good. That Thank felt, you. That felt good. I like that. Thank you. Yeah, they uh and uh yeah, they got a lot more wilder, crazier things coming out. Oh really? <laughs> Here soon, yeah. More and more, huh? Yeah, more and more. Well, well you have to let us know. We'll uh, put in an update in the uh, episode. Yeah, by the yeah. time this hits the shelves, you never know. Like uh what we may do is start checking in on people between seasons too. So Give hey. us another couple months to work through another season of uh, Do Check Out This Song, and we may just uh, have you on again. And Hey, I like that. That'll be dope. I like that. We'll make it like uh, the best of, you know what I mean? We'll get you all, inv- all involved. Hell yeah. It'll be something crazy like that. All right, man. Well, uh, we finished the first portion of this. You know, it, much like a rap battle, uh, Ian would fade off into the electric glittered light. Oh, is this my time to go? No, well, you don't have to leave. Oh. Just, just got to get out of the, the main area here. Just, uh, done. <laughs> uh, and to mimic our, or not mimic, but, you know, shadow the way that we do our things with our uh, Do Check Out the Song podcast. We've reached the second half where we're going to start, you know, really delving into a little bit more deep aspects of, you know, the creation and the thought process and the things that go into your music. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, like I said before, you know, by all means, don't say anything that you don't want to share. You know, if it's your sure. if your trade secrets or something, please don't 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 air your underwear here by any means. But <laughs> but whatever you're willing to grace us with, I kind of want to I want to get in so that, you know, other rappers who might not be in your level or maybe, you know, whatever, just people who want to be inspired by other people's work. You can, you know, really think about like people's techniques and enjoy it. I'm not even a, I'm not even a rapper myself, and honestly, like I'm interested in. So we'll we'll begin this at the beginning. Let's let's mm. let's structure a hypothetical track for me, real quick. Mm. So if you're if you're gonna lay down your fir- like a track as a as a rapper, we'll say that I'm gonna lay down my first track, MC Buffalo Nickel. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so that that works. MC Buffalo Nickel. I'm laying down my first track. What am I What am I gonna do? Like what tools do I need to get started? Um, you know what I'm saying? Uh, nowadays, I mean, nowadays, assuming I'm just not trying to steal beats. I mean, right. you could you could at this point like pull the rogue and then just you know steal nah, people's beats. See, but nope, 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 nope. No, nope. so we're see, not doing that then. I pay for all my beats if I if I'm rapping on somebody else's beat. Either I paid them or there was already some. We established some sort of exchange. Yeah, you, you guys got you guys made sure that it was well, on the, the, the right. beats you got going on are super unique too. Yeah, thank you. Thank yeah, you. So okay. Yeah, so the first one I produced and the second track, uh that's Young Nab. Shout out to Young Nab. Okay, yeah. so say you wanna you're producing the track then. So you know, you're gonna start from the ground up. What are we doing? Yeah, what, how we sure. how are we starting the process? I, I don't like I said, I don't wanna don't wanna steal your stuff, but I wanna kinda get a little well I am match room. I sit down at the desk all my monitors are in front of me. I got a keyboard. I got all the tools I need. Yeah, man. Like so, what are you gonna? What are you? What are you using right now? Uh, right now we're oh. in Ableton, pretty much. Yeah, yeah, pretty much in Ableton and Logic. 
Yeah, so you're pretty much doing everything like full in the in the digital scape, not you know using input instruments or anything like that. Like, well, I have a, I got the SP five five five. Shout out. Oh Roman. yeah, we all know what that artifact. is. That's a classic. Yeah, yeah the artifact, and uh, break that out every once in a while. But uh, mainly, yeah, it's digital right now. Yeah, no, and uh, there's nothing wrong with that. I'm just trying to just yeah. trying to log it down. So you know, no, we're, we're sure, just no. we're just trying to figure out the creative process. You know. So, sure. so, so step one, we, what, we're going to lay down a beat. How do you usually choose the beat? The, the step one, the, the tick. So it, mm-hmm. as a musician, for me, I'm usually like, Hey, what's well, my tempo? Like you got to mm-hmm. have the tick in your brain. Do you, is that how rap starts too? Man. I mean, obviously what comes first, the beat or the, the lyrics? Well, I mean, that that's probably happened. That happens is kind of a gray area. Cause you could have lyrics or a beat first and kind yeah. of work either way. But like, right. What I what I'm really worried about is like when you actually have you know the lyrics or not the lyrics or the the sounds like do you do you start with like hey I have a certain BPM because I know electronic music has these like iconic beats per minute. Yeah, yeah. I suppose uh, if there's a point I'm trying to make, I know the BPM. You know what I'm saying that it's at. And- yeah, because that is like a mastery of it, right? Because yeah. this is not one of the things that I, as a musician, invert or musician, am versed in. But uh, like, is that BPM knowledge? You know what I mean? Because they use a lot of uh, use a lot of electronic, like you know, almost upbeat kind of. I I want to say dubstep slash kind of. Is yeah. there other influences there that I'm not catching? Because I'm not I'm not an expert by, on that by any means. Well. Man, like again, I listen to all sorts of crazy stuff too. So like Portishead and like Sneaker Pimps are also a big influence on me too. Yeah, and, so uh, so let's stick to this hypothetical here. We're building, yeah. you know, now I, uh, me, MC, Buffalo Nickel, and you're trying <laughs> to produce my shit. And I'm like, hey, I got these filthy rhymes and they're not filthy. <laughs> I mean, they're medium filthy. Medium filthy. Yeah, um, we'll see. Oof. Maybe we'll rap battle. Well, later. Uh, we'll maybe me, you, and Ian will rap battle before. Oh, the end of I this. definitely oh. am not rap battling oh, anybody. That, no, yeah. we'll see. No, I, I, I think that should be the official. End. I, don't, I don't think you want to do that. Yeah, no, we're, we're doing that now. Either way, so I'm gonna get destroyed. Yeah, so, so MC Buffalo Nickel laying down my pathetic vibes, and oh, you're like, and, and I'm like, hey, dude, like, I don't know what. Like, am I going to lay down my BPM first or am I going to start picking some bass beats first? Or should I, should I make sure that I get the 808? <laughs> like this is, this is the things that, that scrubs will ask, but honestly you should ask these because like, I, I want to, these people who might be listening don't understand what it is. That's uh, man. I, that's also two different scenarios too. Like if I'm making a beat for somebody else versus making something for myself. Okay, let's let's know. let's do so, making something for yourself just because so, yeah, you're gonna get a better quality that way. Yeah, I'm like you wouldn't give a shit about MC. Man, I really wouldn't, man. It's hard for me. To you like, might get oh now you're gonna get burned by him later. I'm gonna, I'm gonna lay down the sick vibes later. <laughs> now you're setting you know him up. Uh, setting him well, up. Well, you know what? I take that back. I take that back. We're I'll, gonna need Ian's rapping. It depends on how much too. Buffalo Nickel's paying. You know, for the beat. In the studio time. But, so, uh, so yeah, you're making a beat for yourself. Uh, so do you start with your, your BPM? Is that the raw start? Or Yeah, definitely. Like, well, nah, I'd say like the melody. You know what I'm saying? So you oh, get yeah. an idea. The vibe, you get you an idea of the vibe and the melody. What, what the song's trying then, to say musically. Right. So is it like major or minor chords or that right. sort of thing? You know, like 
deep chill whoo sounds or like sounds, you know what I'm saying like we have something. I'm, I'm depressed and I gotta get it out off my chest that kind of shit exactly so you know we go ahead and we find that vibe first and then we worry about the tempo and then find the BPM and and lay the drums and things of that nature after that okay so you start kind of, it like that, that that's oh, cool so you you literally start with the melody first yeah Okay, Most times, like the drums or the melody, I I I go between the two. I go and, and I'm not two. I'm not asking you to give us a like a specific here. We all know yeah. that you don't do anything twice the same way. Nobody right. ever really does. But well, that's part of the beauty of creating music. Though, yeah, too. exactly. But but I'm just trying to I'm I'm trying to start to you know kind of understand if I was going to wade into impersonating Mad Shroom because I'm definitely <laughs> not going to release my MC Buffalo Nickel YouTube pretty quick and to rival you. <laughs> I'm gonna call you out. You love diss tracks. It's coming out soon. Oh man, you gotta do diss track so now. Yeah, we'll, funny. We'll, we'll see. Oh I, I might just burn him so bad in this rap battle later that I don't even need a diss track. He's just oh, gonna. Man. He'll just take his shoes and put them on and get out of here. He doesn't even have his shoes off, but he's gonna have to take them off and <laughs> put them back on and then leave. <laughs> They'll fall off with that diss track. Shoes <laughs> gonna fall off my feet. <laughs> So excited. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so 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 we've yeah. picked our BPM. Okay, what do I I want to be hype. I want to be big. I want to be like jammy. I want to be able to put one hand in the air and I want to be able to 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 like righteously jam it forward like I'm just, you know, really having a good time. What BPM are you going to tell me to put choose? Yeah, it's definitely going to be in like the 100 range, you know. Yeah. Anywhere from 100 to like 120. Yeah, you know, some some one twenty like some. I want to say shit. I think I wrapped on some one thirty five. To be honest, I might have to. I have to double check some of my newer songs. Yeah, so it's it's yeah, like quick. Then it's like that. Yeah, that's that's yeah, that's that's some salsa shit right there. So yeah, man, we'll be getting pretty quick with it. But we'll say nah. We'll say for sake of this, like one twenty. You know what I'm saying? Like the fastest. Do you still stick to the sixteen bars at that point? Like while you're. Like, do you do classic bar structure when your BPMs are a lot higher? Mm, it, nah, nah. It's that's the thing too about music nowadays. You know, there's uh, there's no rules. You know, well, I mean, there never was if you really think about it. That's very true. Every every type of music is about breaking the rules. We actually really covered that in our first season. Like, it's just about finding out what the rules are and being like, <laughs> fuck you. Right, one hundred percent. So that's how you know you got to maintain it. Like. It is how it is. Sometimes you have an eight bar intro, then a or like a eight bar verse, twelve bar, twelve bar verse, and yeah, then a exactly. sixteen bar, or 12, 24 bar verse. After that, you know what I'm saying? Like, so you're like you're like chopping them together. So essentially, we're we're talking about like breaking the structure and being like, hey, you have eighteen bars worth of information. You give bring me eighteen bars worth of information, <laughs> and then we roll in, and that's just the way it is. And like you break it down into like you know got the bridge and. Yeah, well, obviously. Pre hooks and things yeah. of that nature, you know what I'm saying? There's ways of doing that and trying to incorporate those sort of things. Yeah, don't give across. don't give us like too much of your golden nuggets. I'm not trying to steal your steal your vibe that much. I want I want you to burn in your own uh when I when I diss you now. I don't want <laughs> I don't want to use your own techniques he's against just, you like Well, I mean, that was in the last song He's just trying to get some information played, so. to get a uh, diss track released for you. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, let's go ahead, and, you know. I'm 
pretty confident right now. <laughs> yeah, I'm not feeling so confident. I don't know if people I don't know. respond. I, w- with- I would like I would like you to release a diss track just so Matchroom could release one in response. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anyways, yeah. continuing on. We we've chosen our BPM. So are we talking just just four four? Like we we kind of just talked about like you know structure as in bar structure. But are we are we sticking to four beats a, a measure typically? Is there a is there waltz time rap? I mean, man, I've rapped over I've rapped over some wild stuff, man. You know, um, yeah, mainly four four though. Yeah, well, I mean, I I assume so, just because the way rap is structured, like especially written, like it wouldn't it, it would be a lot harder the, as soon as you change it off of four four. And the beat, the uh, songs we played tonight, it felt it feel there feels like a very swung beat swing beat to it too. Yeah, like kind of like that. Uh, like jazzy, like you could almost you identify know. as two four if you really wanted to, because it's just yeah, the, the hi hat to the to the drum. You got that one hand going and all your stuff too. Word, so yeah, yeah, okay. So so yeah, we don't give a shit about any of that. So we're, our time signature is question mark slash question mark. <laughs> Whatever yeah. sounds good, man. Yeah, yeah no, exactly. exactly. Whatever I, gets the point across. Okay, you know? and and so at this point, I I, I should bring my spicy lyrics up. <laughs> Hell yeah. Yeah, yeah. So okay, so I didn't, I didn't actually create spicy lyrics. I'm talking about this hypothetical situation. <laughs> so I, I, we've got our our swing beat and our uh, high BPM, and we're we're laying it down. So you said you usually have somebody make some sort of beats for you, or you know, self produced. You make all the beats yourself, like everything. No, not. There's some tracks where I produce everything. Or yeah. I made the whole track, but then also reach out to other producers. Well, I mean, that's kind of the, the way it goes, you know? You're, yeah, just, you're supposed to and spread it out and enjoy it with the rest of the boys. Right. Do you ever hear a beat that they made and then and you just get inspired from that right away and you just start writing to it? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. So, I mean, so it's kind of a, it's a whole thing where you feel like you hear somebody else's beat. You're like, oh, shit, I'm going to rap on that. And then, yeah. you know, you make it happen and... So it's it's kind of a collective circle. So that would require people to come around to you and be like, "Hey, check out all these cool beats that I got." Right. And so if I was a you know a novice beat creator, I'd I'd roll around in Matchroom's house and be like, "Hey, Matchroom, check this shit out." And I'd throw my CD on the CD player. And, <laughs> and let you are there it. CD players anymore? It's, it's I think you take the flash drive over and go plug this yeah. into your yeah, computer. Definitely. No, no, flash you, drive. you go. What's the Wi-Fi password? Let me let me hit up the Bluetooth speaker. <laughs> yeah, the, air, yeah, the Bluetooth speaker. Airdrop it to me. Yeah, you know <laughs> airdrop the Bluetooth speaker. What's your problem, bro? Twenty twenty, baby. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so so R two D two that shit. So okay, R two D two that I see shit. It. <laughs> See, Buffalo Nickel's already ahead of the game. So Buffalo Nickel's going to make himself some fucking spicy beats. All he needs is a computer. We don't need any of those old fancy tools unless you're trying to get fancy. He's going to pick up his BPM, decide what he wants based on the theme that he wants to create. He's going to write up some fancy-ass fucking lyrics for that shit. He's going to roll up to Matchroom's house. He's going to knock on the door before breakfast. Matchroom's going to answer the door and be like, dude, I haven't even had breakfast yet. Uh, MC Buffalo Nickel's going to push his way in. He's going to say, dude, I got to go to work. Yeah, MC Buffalo Nickel's going to push his way in, say, do I like eggs? Make it happen. And then he's going to put, he's going to grab your Bluetooth speaker and ask what the password is. He's going to put on his beats. He's going to be like, oh, yeah, listen to this. Uh, You trying to rap to this? You're not pushing your way through my house, man. (laughs) (laughs) 
Oh, hell no. Nah. Damn. Nah. Buffalo okay. Nichols' career is <laughs> over already. <laughs> so so uh, rewind nah. the point with Buffalo Nichols not in physical danger. And uh, and he's like, hey, play this shit. Right. Well, uh, let's say that. <laughs> let's say that a new artist wouldn't come up. You know what I'm saying? And uh, play some music for me and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, man. Send me some beats, you know. Let's hear what you got. See what you got, what you're trying to do. And, you know, one thing, one thing definitely, I want to inspire other artists in some way, shape, or form. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and I, get, definitely I want, totally get that, man. You know, in some way, shape, or form, like if you're boo boo, you know, if you're trash, like I'd rather we be. We all there. start trash, though. Exactly. You I, know. I've been trash at everything I'm really good at. And that's the way it goes. You have to start somewhere. You know, so instead of like breaking you down, I'm the type I'm trying to build you up first. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Uh, give them some tips. Right, exactly. So, so even so, even if my rhymes are whack and I'm I'm sitting on some some lame ass four four eight oh eight hi hat like ting 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 ting. You know, I'm like, like you know, it's some '90s shit that's kind of sounds like out. every EDM song I ever tried yeah, to make. Right. Yeah, exactly. And it's it's just not working out. You're you're gonna be like, dude, you know. Well, I mean, as long as I don't force my way into your apartment, like the, like the previous example. Right. But as long as I'm within the responsibility, you, you're pretty receptive. And I'm not, by all means, I'm not asking people, don't specifically go to Matt's room and everybody bring him his, I mean. You know, right. Unless yeah. he asks for that. Definitely no. <laughs> don't, do don't do that. that. No, that's, don't do that. That's not what we're asking in this hypothetical situation. Right. We're just trying to, I'm trying to you know, build up a base for if I want to make rap and I'm a and I'm a newcomer. How do I get there? First steps. Right. You know what I mean? And right. I don't know. Like everybody thinks, like important equipment, cool beat machines. I need some shit with some flashy buttons. I need these flashy soft buttons that are like, different nah, colors. Man, you don't even need all that. Like you can get, you can get like a whole studio kit for like anywhere from like five hundred to a thousand dollars. You know, and that's from like a laptop. That already comes with the software or like some intro software, a cheap microphone. There's a lot of free software out there. We're using a free uh, free version to record this right now. See, there you go. And it's completely legal and legit and does exactly what we need it to. So there's no other reason. And you can get all the copyrights you need on it too. Yeah, exactly. With with free software, you don't have to fuck with no one's copyrights. There you go. Even better. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? That's the ultimate right there. So. You know, you can definitely get free software to record and get your point across. You know, you need microphone, software, or some means of equipment to record it. And whether that's a DAW, you know, digital audio workstation, or like uh, uh, some sort of interface or some sort of like, man, I'm not even sure what kind of analog options there are these days unfortunately but. oh there's so many yeah but i mean oh, oh, like you're saying Probably. you don't even if it, need if it's like a good you don't even need you don't even need all that you need one they, microphone and a laptop is apparently all you really need and i'm not saying like apparently in a derogatory way i'm like surprised that in the reality of it if you want to make hip-hop look like you because you get the free left or get the laptop get the software you can also make your own artwork you know what I'm saying? Get free software to. Oh yeah, no, I I know a lot of know. people, especially Arliss himself, used to make a lot of you guys this art like by hand on some weird ass software, and it would always come out all crazy and janky, but it always was right. just so great. Right. Well, and even when it comes to producing music, you can literally get like a hundred dollar little 
Korg thing that lets you play around with beats and stuff like that 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 I have at my house that I just do to when I can't think of a, uh, up of a guitar riff or something, you know, I just play around with that, you know, I mean, yeah, it, I mean, there's so much stuff out there that you can, you can play with and uh, figure out beats and learn how to, uh, tweak, uh, frequencies and stuff like that. You know, you can come up with some cool stuff no matter what you're doing. Yeah. So yeah. the only toys you really need is the toys you want then. So exactly. It, well, exactly. It, I mean, especially now, like, there's so much stuff out there. It's you can you can make it cost effective for uh, how much money you got. You know exactly, and that's the main point. You know what I'm saying? You can make the you don't need you don't need those Nike shoes to play basketball. One hundred percent. Boom. Exactly. That's that's an analogy, ladies and gentlemen, and it's a sports analogy, and it's on point. It's my mm-hmm. first sports analogy of the season that was on point. <laughs> <laughs> the only sports reference Pat can ever make in his life. <laughs> <laughs> All right, yeah. so 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 Buffalo Nichols got his first track. Yeah, you got he, your first track. You he, can he's hyping it up. All right, so now we're gonna we're gonna have we're gonna move forward a couple of years because uh, Buffalo Nichols still has a lot of shit ahead of him. He's got his first track. That's real fucking cool. But right. anybody ever got famous after one track? Even got any oh sort yeah, of, there's any sort people. of career. Well, <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, if you aren't, you know, walk right into that one. Yeah, jettisoned by a millionaire, I guess. <laughs> But so, you know, Buffalo Nickel, he's going to make his, he, he started to realize like, okay, my rhymes beginning or in the last time were, were kind of weak. They were superficial. You know what I mean? Oh, I was talking about slapping that bitch's ass for like half the <sighs> rhyme. And then I, I talked about smoking weed on granddad's grave and that was really bad because Ma was mad at me. <laughs> so we're going to go ahead and revise and, and, you know, talk it back and, and reconsider what we're doing as a person. You know what I mean? So uh, I, I'm trying to lay down some some serious rhymes now. I wanna I wanna show maturity so that Ma understands. I'm gonna play that track for her on on uh, you know Spotify once I upload it and pay that extra money so it's on there. I mean, if you feel that's what you need to do, then do that. With yeah. You, you well, you, well, no, exactly. But like, so if you if you try to write some some serious lyrics that you know really appeal appeal or appeal to your soul or you know whatever your personal perspective is, how are we starting? Mm. Without giving away the craft. Oh no. Yeah, that's hard. <laughs> that's a question I can't answer without giving away. Oh the man. Craft, that well know? that's a tough one. There's so many avenues nowadays too. There's so many avenues and so many different ways to I approach mean, just, it. Yeah, approach and I'm not even song. saying give Just me, think give about me all the guys who became famous just off Spotify, you know? So what? Or uh SoundCloud, not Spotify. Think of all the guys who became famous off of SoundCloud, you know? Right. It's just it's just a matter of trying to find the audience. I mean yeah, yeah well, it's trying to find the audience and then just, yeah, getting your point across in the right way. You know what I'm saying? And, like, nowadays, man, the game is flooded. And people don't even abide by the rules anymore at all. Like, people aren't even on beat anymore. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And they're still, like, people are like, oh, this shit just fire. This is the best shit. You know? So it's like. I so feel, you, I feel like some preach. of that's, though, uh, being like, fuck you, Deb, my music's awesome. <laughs> you know, because yeah. we've all had that, uh, gotten to that point with music, too. Right. Yeah, and we don't ever want to be like, like I, I, as a as a referential point here, we don't want to just complain because they're different than us. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just because oh, no, they're right. young, no, they're no, not no. bad. But at yeah. the same time, like, there is that generational, like, this is what they used to do, this is what we're doing now, which is completely separated, which is, you know. Right. It well, is what it is. If you're speaking to a bunch of people, you're doing something right anyway. Yeah, well, regardless, either way. But so, you know, you're, you're trying to build up your, uh, 
I'm just talking about the creative process. Like I said, I'm not I'm not trying to play politics with my rhymes or anything like that. I just want I just want the filthiest rhymes. What am I what am I gonna put together to do that? What I gotta make happen? Man, put together the filthiest rhymes, you know. You just gotta experience, you know. Just well, that same comes from real life experiences, like you yeah. gotta get out there and yeah. like, in some way, shape or form. If you like movies, draw inspiration from movies. You're in nature, going to nature, draw inspiration, you know what I'm saying? Other art, fucking books, you know, reading, like, fucking experience. Go out and do shit, you know what I'm saying? See things, go places, talk to people, you know what I'm saying? That's how you write the dopest rhymes, you know? Yeah, so, like, getting out there, it's not necessarily even about studying rap, then. It's about, like, studying life. Life. Right. Yeah, that's, no, I like that a lot, like, uh, like I said, I'm not. I'm not necessarily digging for any specific uh, answer here, and I'm. I'm really uh, just trying to get down to the soul of the music, and that's pretty fucking amazing. Like, like, you know, really, really just getting out and experiencing life, and then turning that around and making music. I mean, especially just in a lyrical way or whatever it may be. Like, well, isn't that part of being a musician? Is just uh, expressing the life that you live and yeah. letting everybody else know. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, I, I can totally see that. I got to say, MC Buffalo Nickel is uh, <laughs> so thankful for your assistance at this point. I mean, he feels oh, like at this point man. like he is ready to hit SoundCloud or whatever other mediums he may uh, he um, may purvey himself on. That's funny because I feel like I've created a monster. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. You definitely have. Yeah, I probably give you all the wrong advice, but. Hey, that's how it is. <laughs> Nobody cares the shit about real advice or not real advice. That's exactly true. And uh, <laughs> yeah, and well, yeah, yeah, dude, we gotta give give you a shout out, man. Uh, Mad Shroom MC, yeah, yeah. harder than a fucking bumblebee. Higher than a bumblebee buzz. I mean, yeah. thank you for doing our first interview episode. Like, it's amazing. This like, is. Honestly, this is the perfect way we imagined it. You know, we had to have someone we, you know, we knew someone who could just fucking come in and fucking crack some jokes and have a good time, you know? Yeah, for sure, man. Thank you for having me. Yeah, so, I I mean, really, I've decided to let you pass. I won't make you rap battle me here at the end. (laughs) Uh, There was was a high chance of it for a moment, but I don't think we'll push it that far. Man, I was really looking forward to it. Yeah, (laughs) none of that for anybody today. So we're going to skip past that part. But uh, at this point, do you have anything you want to share with the the crowd, the ladies, the gentlemen? Yeah, any sort sort of social media. Yeah, uh, (laughs) seriously, take your clothes off, whore yourself, we'll look away. Yeah, 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 make some money right now. <laughs> Shake oh, it. Well, shit. Here, I'll bring it up right now. Shout out my OnlyFans, Mad Shroom MC. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's a real thing, but uh, if it is, you uh, you should pay the $5 to see whatever. I'm not going to, but you should. Nah, man, I'm on SoundCloud, Bandcamp, YouTube. Spotify, iTunes, all that shit, man. Oh, and you, everything you is just, that, it's just Mad Shroom. You check that shit out as uh, Mad Shroom? Uh. Mad, if you type in M-A-D-S-H-R-O-O-M, all capitals, 
You're gonna find something. You're gonna find something. Black magic. Uh, what, noise? About, what about that uh, YouTube also, channel with a uh, black magic noise you're talking yeah, about? I was just gonna say black magic noise, and that's noise with the Z. Fellow podcast out there checking some shit. Check, listen yeah. to that shit. So that's BMN Mondays, and that's on our YouTube page and on our Facebook page, and that once again that's Black Magic Noise N O I Z E. No one is zealous enough. That's what that stands for. So, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Check us out, man. Another Monday release. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We're on we, a Monday we, game. We, we fellow uh, Mondays Monday guys. are a good night. Yeah, yeah, we're gonna gonna have to get the Monday like rocker tattoos. I'll get it across, <laughs> I'll get it across my knuckles. I'm, I'm running out of space for tattoos for a rocker, so yeah, not you're, you have to do your knuckles. Man, your pieces are dope, man. <laughs> Definitely stepping my tattoo game up this year too. One hundred. Oh man. I'll just do the shark with the hat. <laughs> as, soon, as soon as we get the, as soon as we get the new it. studio, we're going to have a fucking camera in here. But right uh, now, you just apparently, get to hear people Apparently, I got to show off my shark tattoo. That That's just pretty awesome. Yeah, that's he's got a lot of good tattoos. Fun. Yeah. Yeah. That's just dope. So, uh, really, uh, I, I just want to thank everybody for coming out. Uh, like I said, this is this is really like a supplement while uh, everybody's waiting for season two to come out. And I, yeah, really, we, we got to show artists. I mean, that's what it's all about. It's, this is all about music. We can't we can't interview people who are dead or 90 years old, unfortunately, like that. So we're going to interview the musicians that we know and we can get close to. And, you know, people like Matchroom MC who will come in here and let me build a hypothetical situation and, and, you know, hurt their brain with it. You know, I, I, I really do appreciate that. And, it, you know, I'm glad you came out here and, uh, yeah, thank you. Taught a young hypothetical rapper <laughs> how to get up on top of his game. And dude, oh, if you like this, <laughs> dude, check out match room. Yeah. Everybody check the fucking shit out of match room. So, I mean, I, I felt like I don't have to say this, but uh match room MC higher than a bumblebee. Check him out on all the things. He's fucking awesome. He really is. Guy, amazing. You know He's a fun guy. Get it? Cause match <laughs> mushrooms, the furious fungus, <laughs> the furious fungus, the yeah. pissed off portobello. Oh, I like that. <laughs> agitated Amanita. Oh, this is the, I feel like this list Keep goes on. Keep going. You got more? The Cranky Criminy. Oh, I don't get that one. Oh, you ever had a criminy mushroom? No, I hate mushrooms. I'm sorry. <laughs> I mean, you're my favorite I mushroom. I can grill the shit out of some mushrooms, so. The Maney Morel. The Crazed Cabenzi. I think I got some more. <laughs> Nah, we'll stop right there. No, no, you keep going. I'm gonna oh, start the on, music. You, got you one just more. keep, you got you one keep more. telling us your nicknames. More. I got one more. Another one that I haven't used in a while though is my favorite. It's Grandma's leftovers. Oh, but that's not mushroom related though. Hold on, it could be. It could be. I could be because we grew mushrooms on it. I knew it. Ah, I knew it. Yeah, that's what's up. <laughs> Thank you for listening. Did you check out the song? I'm Pat. Are you Pat? I'm Ian. No, I'm, I'm Pat. I'm, I might be drunk. I'm Mad Shroom. Mad Shroom MC of Black Magic Noise. And Filthy Fingers United. Thank you for having me. Hell yeah. Uh, thank you for coming out. Our father make our future darker, but we are now bothered, cause still we are here. Grin of a monster, that's really your father.